What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the No Notes Podcast. This is episode 51. If you haven't checked out episode 50, which is a pretty special mark, I would say halfway to 100, that is with a guest. So we give you guys a pretty good one for episode 50 uh, with Brecken Mozingo, who is on the BYU women's soccer team, classmate of, and friend of Matt. And that video on Instagram got like 270 views that we posted. Follow us on Instagram, by the way. So thank you guys. And if you came from Brecken, thank you very much for the support and, and you know, liking that. That's that's our most viewed post slash video on, on the Instagram. So I was pretty shocked when I saw 270. That's a, that's a that's a lot. And 15, we got like a few extra followers, like 15 likes. So pretty, pretty good numbers. So thank you guys for the support on that. Make sure to go listen to that if you haven't yet. It's a good episode. Had a lot of good topics. So yeah, but what we got from that, or at least what I got from that, man, I talked about this is we had, you know, and with Brecken being a soccer player, we didn't really get much soccer content. And, and I realized this and, and Matt and I talked about it and he's like, he doesn't, he, you know, cause I'm not that into soccer and, and Matt loves soccer. Just, we're just going to get that out of the way. I it's, it's a whatever, you know? So he's been holding back on soccer content because of me. So I was like, no, I, that's not what I want. And I'm like, we gotta, we gotta let Matt, this is, his podcast we gotta let matt get some soccer love some soccer content it's his favorite sport and he hasn't talked about it in a long time and how many episodes of no notes so this is going to be a soccer mostly soccer filled episode we're going to talk about the we were going to maybe talk about the mls we'll see if we have time but for now the main thing as everyone knows unfortunately there is the russia ukrainian war with the russia invasion and just today fifa announced russia being banned from i'm all soccer right as of right now or at least i saw the world cup i think you said that they're now in uh, terms of like the was it champions league now there's russian teams so yeah it not only affects the national teams but also like the teams within russia as well and we can get more into that yeah so we're gonna get the breakdown we're gonna talk about that well more like matt's gonna talk about that and i'm just gonna kind of chime in this will be good for me to learn too you know a little bit more about soccer so we're gonna talk about that and then we're also gonna talk about the mlb lockout because that's kind of been under the water you know a little bit it's kind of just there but I, i feel like it could make a big scene because they've from what i've seen made like no progress and it's actually going kind of worse there's more tension than anything so i think today is the deadline if they don't accept a deal then opening day is getting postponed i'm pretty positive they're not going to accept a deal so we're going to talk about that what that means and you know why lockouts have to happen blah 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 and so we're going to give you guys that's going to be the episode episode 51 no notes matt do you want to start with what's going on or you want me to kind of start we'll start with the lockout first you want to do lockout okay mm-hmm. okay so i actually have an article pulled up on this live updates as league reportedly takes threatening tone ahead of self-imposed the deadline major league baseball says it will cancel regular season games if there's not a deal by monday so I thought I was just going to be postponed. I didn't know that all games would get canceled. I don't know if that's actually going to happen. It's but... not. It's not all games. It's just saying games will be canceled. Okay. Instead of postponed. Okay. Okay. Because there's a difference between postponement and canceled. Canceled means there's no remake. Like mm-hmm. basically, every like there won't be 162 games this year. It'll right. just be who knows whenever they get to it. You know. Mm-hmm. And I mean. 
obviously, I mean, you guys kind of know what to, we're going to talk more about the kind of not necessarily what's specifically going on and all, but we're going to talk more about like, like why this is going on and stuff like that. Cause you guys know it's a lockout. We basically just told you all the deals you need to know are the facts, you know, if the deal's not done by today, regular season games are getting canceled and they're going to get canceled until they can resolve a deal in certain time. And so that's all you guys need to know, but mm, I'll ask you first, Matt, and then I'll, I'll go. Why, like, what are your thoughts? I guess, you know, give us like under, under the numbers. I'm using that <laughs> phrase after uh, the interview. What is like, you know, your thoughts on this and it, you know, and the lockout and, you know, there's been an NBA lockout that I remember and, and all, and just like, what are your whole thoughts on this, you know, and for the MLB and also mm-hmm. the players? Um, I've never liked the commissioner of the MLB. I think he's really dumb. Um, <laughs> so we'll just get that out of the way. Um, but when it comes to it, I know that the players are fighting more for like the minor leaguers and stuff, wanting them to get paid more. Um, and I think raise the minimum salary, I believe is what they're really wanting. Um, as well as, um, what are a couple other things? There are a couple other things that they're wanting that the owners just aren't, um, like allowing as well as I believe the owners kind of want a salary cap kind of like the other leagues do. Um, but I believe the players don't really care about that. I believe I might've switched it up. It could be the players want it, but the owners don't. Um, I could be switching that up, but to me, it really just feels like this is all kind of about money and where the baseline wow. should be. Money. And no one, and no one is willing to compromise and do things. And so, you know, to me, I mean, I don't really watch baseball. I mean, I follow it. Um, if it's on, I might put it on for an inning or two. Um, just cause to me, it's really kind of slow. Um, but I feel bad because not only are people not going to get jobs like the players, but also people like you and me, you know, who might be working for the Rangers or working for the Diamondbacks or working for the Royals, right? Their, their salary is all based off of revenue and income. And when those games get canceled, so does right. your salary and revenue and all that kind of stuff. So it's it's like a double-edged sword. Not only do the players not get to play, but the members of the organizations don't get paid and we don't get to see any sports. So it's kind of sad, but at the same time, like there hasn't really been too much reporting on the lockout of like why it's been this way. It, they've been really secretive and kind of vague about it. The, the reports I've seen are inch by inch. They're barely making any progress, you know, and it's going to take a drastic change. And even mm-hmm. today, it doesn't, all I've seen is that they've met twice. They're supposed to meet a third time. They might have already met the third time. I don't know. But yeah, mm-hmm. like like you said, um, and I, I personally wanted to watch some more baseball this year. I was, I was going to watch some more this summer. And, you know, it's America's pastime. And obviously, it has a very strong history. And I would say nowadays, it, it's probably less popular than football or it's definitely less popular than football, probably less popular than basketball. So it's, it's kind of taking a, you know, a backseat to them, but it's still got its place. And a lot of people like to watch it. And, you know, it just sucks that it, this is over money and easier said than done. It's just like, why can't you guys just agree? You guys all make a lot of money, you know? And obviously though, the players want the minor leagues how to get 
um, you know, ramped up because they don't make that much. But, you know, like the MLB players do, the owners definitely a lot of money, you know, there's a lot of money in, in baseball and it's like, why can't you guys just agree? But easier said than done. Mm-hmm. That's a whole thing that I don't really know about. So I'm not going to get into that, but you know, it just sucks. Cause like we just have, and of course, professional sports have been able to make a comeback and we're able to do stuff, but you know, we missed a lot of sports with, with what's, you know, been going on when, when COVID hit the pandemic and baseball, it went to a little bubble. It was able to at least have a season, but it missed a lot of time too. And that was just, two years ago you know and now all the baseball fans are going to be like well we might not be able to see baseball for a while again and you know like even though just two years ago we missed a whole chunk of and it was like a shortened regular season because of the pandemic and so you know i feel for baseball fans too you know that are like oh they'll have to miss more baseball and this time it's not over something that the world you know out of their control this is in their control and you know they can't agree you know probably and i just think it's mostly because of money and it's just kind of sad that that is the case. And it's it just, you know, you just wish they can agree to a deal and it, it just kind of sucks. And so we'll see what happens. I, I hope, I do think it'll, a season will happen. I just don't know when. It doesn't seem like they're making much progress, but it, that always seems to happen with these. And they're just like, they make a huge jump like one day and it's just like, oh, you know, now it's on track to have a deal done by the end of this week. So probably what's going to happen. Don't know for sure. Hope we get some baseball though. And I was planning to watch more. So I really hope that they can get a deal done. But yeah, it's just kind of sad that, you know, they already, a lot of baseball fans already missed a lot of baseball just uh, a couple of years ago. And now they have to go through this and it's just self-inflicted too from the MLB, you know? So that's my thoughts on it. Um, Money, 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 pride, dignity all that stuff but just power and money you know that's the big thing so so let's yeah. give our thoughts on it then so i i think both i think you and i both agree a deal is not getting done tonight okay i think we can agree no. on that is that correct i, I do not okay. believe it will okay so for you when do you think the season will actually start because it was supposed to start march 31st right maybe uh i think so yeah. i thought it was early april but it might might be i know already like spring training and like catcher pitcher reports are already you know missed whatever definitely pushed back those days but regular season right i can look it up real quick and see what it i believe it's march 31st yeah let me look it up um regular season start 2022 you can just say opening day yeah opening day that's the yeah, spring training canceled, 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 canceled. Um, that's what popped up when I looked that up. Just your opening day. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Yep, you're right. It is March. Yeah. So, 31st. so with this, knowing that it's going to get canceled, when do you think that it will actually start? Hmm. Realistically, if they get a deal done, what would you say would that take like two weeks to get the season going after that? They probably, they'd obviously accelerate it. I feel like it would accelerate it, but you'd still need probably two or three weeks to. Well, I said, yeah, I said two weeks. Um, you think I think have to be if longer? a deal gets done, I think you're going to look at a mid April to late April start. I, I bet you the season starts um, late April, beginning of May. 
So do you, I, I, but how long do you think it would take for them to be able to get going after a deal is done? Just whenever that is, you said three weeks, three weeks to a month, probably. Okay. So I think May, I think early May, like the first two weeks of May. Sorry if I I sound dumb on this. I don't know baseball knowledge that well in terms of like, you know, especially this kind of stuff. I I don't know. Like you said, I feel like it it could flip the switch one day, but this feels, I don't know. It feels like there's like no progress made. But I feel like, as you said, because they want baseball to come back, they will, both sides will start to become more reluctant, more willing. I just don't know when. I don't know when they're going to break that. Um, personally, I don't think it's going to start till like June, being honest. I okay, think this is going to last. Say June? I don't think they're going to agree for a while. It doesn't, I don't get that vibe. I think if they're not going to agree till May, if anything, really, I, I don't know. I mean, I might be, they might agree in two weeks from now, and I'll sound really dumb for saying that because they're probably going to be meeting a lot. At least they should be, hopefully, unless I guess like I've heard tensions aren't good. So then they don't even want to meet. But I don't know. I don't think it's going to be for a while. I'm thinking starting like beginning of June. So that'd take what two months off full, two full. I guess that's not, you know, the end of the world, but still you're missing two months of baseball. So. I'm that's hoping true. that it's I'm hoping that it's your predicted date because that would be the best case scenario, but I, I don't see that happening personally. So yeah, I'm gonna go. I feel like my our, our friend Martin would would have a, a more accurate prediction on when he thinks the season would start because he knows baseball way more than we do. Um especially does, that kind but of stuff. I feel like I do I feel like I do read about it a lot. So I don't know. That's good. I think beginning of May, but We'll yeah, see. I, I kind of just I like watching more baseball than knowing more about that kind of stuff. I like just actually watching. Mm-hmm. So I want I want to hit again. It sounds fun. I want to get in the batting cages, but yeah. So what were you saying? <laughs> no, same thing. But you know, I hope a deal gets done. at the end of the day, like for me as a non, like I like baseball. I don't really watch it. To me, I'd be okay. If it wouldn't change my routine, you know, of sports, right. but it definitely would be like, you know, October, like the baseball world series and all that stuff. I mean, I'd be like, if we didn't have a season, I'd be kind of, I'd be really bummed because I just love sports, you know, and it's always fun to talk about and, and do. And so, and these are years that guys can't get back, you know, like you only have X amount of years when you can play baseball and the MLB, you know? And so, you never know, but which by the way, this is the last update that I saw on Twitter from I'm looking at a CBS article. It says more meetings mm-hmm. are expected tonight. <laughs> so that's where we're at. That's all we know. So it's gonna be more than planned. So yeah. Uh, at least you know they are getting a lot of meetings in, but it doesn't I mean still so many meetings and are they making progress? We don't know. Like you said, they've been very nonchalant about this, very vague. There's been no meat to it there's been no general direction of any sort really it's just been except that they aren't on you know they were intense tone or whatever you know so yeah exactly and like my thing too is like when it comes to i saw a headline it said millionaires versus billionaires because you know the owners billionaires versus players millionaires to me it's like I don't know why people just don't realize like, oh, I actually do want to play baseball. So I'm going to 
do the best that I can to try to get there. You know, Mm -hmm. like, I just don't understand like some of those things. Like I just don't understand why people don't just want to like meet in the middle, you know? That's what I said. I mean, it's easier said than done, but I was just like, why just like, I don't know how, you know, like, it's just like, how come they just can't agree? So. Exactly. Which I think goes to show too. I mean, that we as humans need to be better with all of that, you know, like, yes, you might not be able to get exactly what you want, but if you can get 90 to 95% of what you want or, or be inclusive of everyone, yeah, then it will work out. I don't know. That's Some just, people get, you know, less than 5% of what they want for a lot of t- uh, moments in their life. You know, it's just like, yeah. And like exactly. something like Some this, people, you know, it's just, you know, they're, very you know especially the owners very privileged of where they're at and it's just kind of sad seeing like it's you know mostly over money that there are you know can't agree to something that's over money when there's so many people out there that aren't even close to like the scenarios that they're in you know or the money that would be made for said owners and players and stuff and obviously the minor league players that grind really hard don't make anything so i think it's more deserving that they get more as well and so i hope that can happen but yeah, like I said, it's just kind of sad and kind of how it seems to be with like people who are really rich in America. Um, not all of them, not all of them, not stereotyping, but you know, it seemed to be like, you know, money is just like a way too big of a factor and, you know, especially these sports owners. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And just, uh, just like at the end of the day, too, like it's not only between those two. But you got to think of the fans and the other people too, like employees and stuff like that. But I don't have to be on the soapbox. You and I both agree. But anyways, getting off the soapbox and the walkout. Yeah, this this is I'll I'll do the I'll do a little opening for this. (laughs) This is probably the the biggest news right now in the world. The saddest news in the world. Um, Mm Russia is invading Ukraine that's you know went back to you know that goes back to 2014 i mean technically it goes back a long time from when you know there's a whole bunch of stuff that we're not a uh, history i know matt's into history a lot so he'd probably be good at it but we're not a history podcast you know a lot of stuff but you know this time we started in 2014 um it's kind of been under the table since and then like last year russia was starting to put troops by ukraine people could kind of see this coming mm-hmm. still push on the table until like two weeks ago when they like really lined up and then obviously, what was it, Thursday, they invade. And obviously, you know, everyone and in the sports world, you know, I've seen a lot of posts about, you know, people saying no to war and that it's one world peace. A lot of people promoting. I've seen a couple, I think it was world champions who are going to help fight for Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And so the sports world's been, you know, I, I feel like here in America, I haven't seen much from Americans, but I have seen a lot, especially in soccer and I saw like over in, in the you know Europe a lot of support for you know Ukraine and trying to you know say no to war. Now, even if that makes you know people might say that's not really doing anything. I mean, it, it still might make somewhat of an impact, just even a small one, and that's what matters right now. And really, see how it's going on. And so, a lot you know, obviously, no one's really happy with Russia right now, or at least not a uh, Europe. Most of you know Western Europe, and obviously, we're not. And you know, it's for good reason because it's you know not cool and we no one wants this you know they're, they're just power hungry land hungry so 
you know, there's been a lot of stuff that we're, you know, been stopping with Russia, whatever, trying to, you know, you know, weaken him, whatever. And one of those things that, you know, today is now FIFA is banning Russia from, from soccer, you know, I guess indefinitely right now. Right. Uh, that's the word you'd say. Um, mm-hmm. you know, so obviously, as you said, they're unqualified from the world cup, which is this year. So Russia can't compete in that. And then obviously the teams that are in Russia as well, um, in their leagues, they can't, they can't play. So that's the gist of that. Matt, you give us more of the meat of that being the soccer head and yeah, I'll just follow you. <laughs> yeah. So it came out today, this morning, actually, um, that Russia couldn't compete in the world cup. So what started it all off is, um, for qualification in Europe, um, there's, I believe eight teams that automatically make it. And then I believe there's, I think, four other spots for Europe. And they do like a playoff type system where there's like four teams for four groups. These two teams play, these two teams play, the winners then play. And whoever wins between these two teams, then get to go to the World Cup. So out of the winners out of the four groups, right? And so there was a group with Russia. It was Russia versus Poland in the first round. And the other side, I believe, was... Um, like the Czech Republic and Slovakia, I think. And on Sunday, the Poland team, because there was a, a Polish striker named Robert Lewandowski, he wore a Ukrainian um, armband for his game. But he said, you know, Poland will not play Russia in any fashion, any form until like they're done with Ukraine and out and all that kind of stuff. And then on Monday, or sorry, that was Saturday. Then yesterday, the other two teams on the other side said, hey, who, whichever one of us wins, if Russia does win, we're not going to play them either. Like, we don't support it. We're not going to set foot in Russia. Like, no, like, we're not going to do it. So because of that, you know, FIFA did that. And then there's a thing called the Champions League, and that's where the top clubs in Europe compete as in like Barcelona, Real Madrid, Manchester United, whatever, right? Well, the final was supposed to be in in St. Petersburg in Russia. But they moved it. They said, oh, no, Russia, you're not going to have it. And they moved it to Paris. So now the final's in Paris. And then all the teams that are in that competition, either Champions League or like competing in Europe, like the Europa League and stuff, the club teams in Russia can't compete anymore in those um, leagues as well as the women's team can't play in the Euro um, tournament this year, which is basically all countries in Europe compete to see who's the best one in Europe. So they can't compete either. So basically Russia just got banned from pretty much everything when it comes to that. So they can still play domestically between themselves, like whatever, but they can't do, um, they basically can't participate with everyone else just because, they're doing this yeah i you know I, I mean you kind of like i said we don't know what the specific players on the team think about the invasion but you kind of you know still feel for them in a way because it's like you know it's kind of like that thing where it's like you're working really hard your team is and then there's that one guy on your team that does something bad and then the whole team you know has to kind of get the the punishment, like, you know, or like maybe you don't, you can't play or like you have to go, like your coach makes you do extra stuff just because this one guy isn't, you know, doing something that's kind of with this. It's like, 
it's because of Russia and, you know, the government, what they're doing that these teams now can't compete. Now, of course, some of these guys might be supportive of it. And so, you know, that's obviously, we don't want that. And so that is, is valid, but we don't know for sure with all these, these guys. And, you know, some of these, you know, I'm assuming in champions because it's obviously, you know, like in America, you know, with, with teams, I'm assuming some of those Russian teams don't even have Russians on them. Right. And now they can't yeah. play. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Unless maybe there's a, an exception where they can go join another, I guess not. So yeah, those guys like can't play either. And there's of, not even Russian. As of right now, like, I don't know the whole details. I don't know if they're going to let them like leave and stuff. But like, the thing is, is if you let a soccer player leave, right. They're not just going to come back to that. Like, right. They're kind of stuck there. You know, so that's so, a, that's another thing. Like you feel for but those you players. Know, I feel for those players, but I know all those players on those teams. Pretty much every single one of them has said like Russia should stop, and even the Russian some right. people on the Russian national team have said, "I don't stand by this." And I think what we have to realize too. I know how we say we we need to pray for Ukraine, which we do, but we also need to pray for the Russians who don't want this to happen too. Because there's a lot of them who don't yeah, there want is. this, you know. And I think we are getting really bad at just grouping people together. Like, oh, the Russians are doing this. It's like, no, there's a certain group. Yeah, but not government all, is associated you know? with that, obviously. So exactly, because I, I think I, yeah, I, I can't remember the specific poll, but it was fifty percent of Russians, I think, uh, said that. Ukraine shouldn't join NATO or something along those lines. So I don't know if that means mm-hmm. they specifically support this, but yes, there's definitely some who support it. And then like you said, there's a lot who don't support it either, but it's like, what can you do if you're, you know, your government where you live is just doing this. It's like, you can't really, you know, I mean, yes, you can maybe peaceful protest, you know, peacefully protest, but still it's like, you know, it's like now you're getting stereotyped as, Oh, we're, you know, we want war. And it's like really deep down sites. Like, I don't want this, you know, and so exactly it's like and it just changed over to soccer and a lot of them are saying no but now they're you know they can't compete anymore and some of them might be like especially the russian team like well i don't want to compete for my country if we're doing this anyways you know i don't i don't want to play for my country so they might be okay with it you know but it still sucks you don't you know get to play you know like soccer right now and you know what their mm-hmm. life is and they're gonna you know you know, in the clubs and, and associate like someone in the MLB that a lot of, you know, jobs are going to be like on hold right now. And a lot, you know, obviously it goes beyond the teams into the staff and the trainers and the coverage, the media coverage and all that. So it's just sad. I mean, um, yeah, it's, I feel for them. Yeah. And I mean, do you agree? I, I do think though, it, I don't mind FIFA doing that. You know, I, I think it's fine. I mean, even though I know it's kind of harsh on those players who really don't agree with it, but I mean, like, you know, I think it's something you got to do right now with what Russia is doing, you know, and mm-hmm. as kind of harsh as it is for some of those guys. Well, it's just, I think, I think, it's I think the best you have thing. to do it because yeah. also, too, other players aren't going to want to travel to Russia. Like, for me, right. I wouldn't want to travel to Russia. No. You know, like, I I wouldn't. And I think that's what you have to think about, too, is is not just um, the team in Russia, but also who's traveling where and doing all that kind of things, right. you know, and, like, what if you have a Ukrainian player on your team and you have to go play in Russia? I'm sure they're not wanting to go play there. They'd probably be like, no, thank you. Just leave me home. And as a manager, I'd be like, totally fine. I'd be like, hey, if you can't do it, like as much as I want you to play, like, uh, yeah. stay home, you know? 
So, I wouldn't want to do that. Not at all. Yeah. No. So to me, I feel like what FIFA did was fine. And it's kind of funny. I saw a post. It said, it's funny how one of the most corrupt um, boards. Yeah, I saw FIFA, that post. Yeah. Um, is telling about corruption to um, to them, you know? So. Yeah. So this is the last thing I'm going to say. Um, unless you had anything else you want to say about the specific like soccer part of it. But I, I wanted to say. How much of an impact do you think that this will have in terms of what's going on right now with FIFA doing this? And then what is just your last thoughts and all just on the whole situation, what you want to say and what you want to try and support or, you know, give light to? FIFA or just in general? uh, Just in general, Ukraine, Russia and Ukraine right now, you know, and and also a little, you know, a little bit deeper than just sports, which we, I talked about a little bit, but, you know, so. Yeah, um, to me, I just feel like, granted, I don't know everything but i think in our day and age we should kind of be done with that world conquest conquest type thing and i saw a really good um article um about africa and with africa they weren't divvied up by ethnicity like all the countries it was just basically britain kind of drew it up and that's kind of what happened and one of the guys said, if we tried to do what Russia's doing and trying to get all of our ethnic Russians or ethnic people back, he goes, Africa would be in a war every single day for years, just because there's so many, you know, tribes and everything, right? And so what I think we need to do is we need to learn that peace is way more important than trying to say, oh, this is mine or this is what's right. And we need to support people. And so I hope that this conflict doesn't um, escalate any farther than it already has. Um, but I just hope we all can pray for them and make sure that they're doing okay. So. And then what is your, like, what do you think this impact or how much of an impact this will have at FIFA doing this? You know, like, well, that was the other part too. Like how much uh, do you think that's going to have a big impact or, you know, so just want to hear your thoughts on that. Um, I think it will have, I don't know if it will have a world impact. Granted, soccer is the world's game. So a lot of people obviously have seen it now. Um, I don't think Putin's going to be like, oh, because soccer did this, I'm going to stop, you know, (laughs) Um, that'd be nice if he did. Um, Soccer. (laughs) But I do think it really puts in the focus of, hey, if people think what you're doing is wrong, there are consequences to actions. And so um, I don't know if this is going to be like, I don't think it's going to be a permanent thing, but I could see it being like, you know, maybe a year or two, you know, of a ban. You know, and, you know it so, also depends on what happens with, you know, we still have a lot of un, uncertainty about the situation. Yeah, exactly. Know, so. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's just, you know, it's sad, but I, 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 you know, like you said, I think FIFA, they had to do it and they did it. So, you know, props to them for that. And so, yeah, I think the sports world has had a, a good, you know, especially over in Europe, like I said, I think America's lacked a little bit in terms of the sports world and their like outlook, or, you know, outreach for support of Ukraine. But in Europe, it's been really good over there with yeah. support for, for what's going on and a lot of athletes saying that. And, so you know those they those athletes reach to a lot of people. So 
you know, can get to, you can, you know, get to more and more people. And so I'm really happy that, and there's been way other sources too, not just the sports world, obviously, but the sports world, I think has done a good job. And it's, it's a very big part of the world. So, yeah. Um, like I said, I, we just, you know, a lot of uncertainty and, you know, for me personally, kind of sports still here, you know, in America, I mean, obviously it's been tough seeing that go down, but being able to like watch some sports still getting or see sports posts helps me kind of forget about it you know, a little bit, you know, helps me not like forget, but take my mind off of it, you know, cause it is stressful. And like, I felt really, you know, bad and sad for, for what's going on over there. And, and, you know, sports has been able to help me kind of get away from it at times and, and kind of, you know, like, you know, focus on, you know, some happy things still and, and relax. So that's another thing that sports has done for me personally. That's been really, really nice during this, this, you know, tough time, even if it's not infecting, affecting us directly. So. Mm -hmm. I agree. Like sports to me is very calming. And so I hope that that's debatable on calming, by the way, but well, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Anyways, most of the like, time it is. I just want to say that, but keep going. It is, it is. But here's the thing though. Like when I have anxiety or things like that, like I have an anxiety attack or I'm just not feeling good that day, I watch sports and you know, I do that. So that's why to me, I say it's calming. Like, cause I'm just like, okay, I'll watch a good game, whatever. Right. I just hope that sports can bring us all together, especially with all the platforms that we have, not only with NBA, but soccer and baseball and football, you know, all these things. And hopefully, hopefully that can all work. So, yeah, I mean, I think that wraps it up. Don't you say episode 51, Matt, you got the outro. Yeah. So once again, for all those guys who, want to help Ukraine in that situation, pray for them as well as I know there's a lot of steps you can do on Instagram, whatever, donations or whatever. Um, just keep them in your thoughts as well. Um, but we're very grateful that we're able to do a 51st episode on the No Notes podcast just for us with, with our fantasy football one. I think we're at 64 or 65, 65. total. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. We're going to try to get more guests um, like Brecken and Connor Mance and people like them. And we have some good things coming up and we hope that everyone stays safe. And just so everyone knows, um, good old H double has a good old B day this week on Friday. Yeah. In the big two, three. So <laughs> he probably won't be on the podcast. It'll be me and someone else. So, we also get yeah. H-double a big a break from on Friday. Get a break from me, so. Exactly. But we'll see you guys on Friday for a good episode. And Charles, have a fun 23rd. Yeah, thank you, man. It, it'll, it'll be fun. I'm going to be watching Missouri State, so. <laughs> there we go. All right, see you guys.